Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Who. I am Kyle Jones. And on this episode tonight or today or whenever you're listening to it in all of space and time, I'm going to do something different. Lee and Clarence, again, two episodes in a row. They're not here with me, but in a way they are. And how are they with me? Well, I created something for Christmas that I sent to the two of them that I have listened to probably, oh, I don't know, eight, ten times since I recorded it. And what I did was I put together some of the things that I thought were funny, thoughtful, enjoyable moments of the different episodes that we've done and kind of just created a montage that I sent the two of them for Christmas. And I want to share it with everybody listening because guess what? You're part of the Discussing Who family as well. So enjoy. I know it's Christmas Somewhere, if you're listening to it in the future, Christmas Day, you may be listening to this somewhere in the future. Hmm. Merry Christmas to you. If not, I know as of this recording, it is the 29th of December. We're a few days away from the premiere of Skyfall, the first episode of Series 12. But regardless, whenever you're listening to it, just have fun. But just because I want to say it, you know I love doing this. If you've not seen any of classic Doctor Who, or if you've not seen any of New Who, go out, watch those episodes, put us on pause, come back, because from this moment forward, spoilers. 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 Alrighty, we are back, and I hope you enjoy this. Happy holidays to you, and here's looking for a fantastic Series 12. Really? How does it go? How does it go? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm the dandy I'll, I'll and the clown. on my flute. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I lost my recorder. Oh dear. <laughs> oh God. All right, let's see. Oh, I love. Oh, I love the recorder. Okay, so okay. Uh, all right, hold on. Save it. Save it. Made any progress? No, none at all. And you? Hardly. I'm trapped in this infernal time eddy. What about our fellow time lords? Getting steadily weaker. They can't seem to check the energy loss. Well, we can't help you. I'm afraid. Oh yes, you could. Oh, how? Well, first, turn off your pulse field. What? But, but I, I don't... Off, I said. But I still don't see... Oh, use your intelligence. My favorite quote of the episode, which is when Ood Sigma says, And know this, Dr. Donna, you will never be forgotten. Our children will sing of the Dr. Donna. And our children's children, and the wind and the ice and the snow will carry your names forever. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? The message has gone out. That song resonated across the galaxies. Everyone heard it. Everyone knows. The rockets are bringing them back. The Uda coming home. We thank you, Dr. Donna, friends of Ood kind. And what of you now? Will you stay? There is room in the song for you. Oh, I've, I've sort of got a song on my own, thanks. I think your song must end soon. Meaning? Every song must end. Yeah. Um, 
You still want to go home? No, definitely not. Then we'll be off. Take this song with you. We will. But wait. I know this, Dr. Donner. You will never be forgotten. Our children will sing of the Dr. Donner. And our children's children. funny anymore yeah that, <laughs> that thing is never going to be funny again <laughs> wow so, yeah you know on saturday i messaged you guys and said you know i i was trying my very best to stay off of social social media and not pick up on anything and i just hit instagram for one moment and somebody <laughs> taking they took a picture of this and and that was you know this scene that we're talking about of the cyberman holding the doctor that was, you know, the picture <laughs> that I was presented with. And, and in just having never seen that, you know, for the first time, it, it was like just a minor choke up moment, you know, just like, because you knew that, you knew it had to be Bill. Yeah. No! When I say no, you turn back around. Hey! I'm gonna be dead in a few hours, so before I go, Let's have this out, you and me, once and for all. <gasps> Winning? Is that what you think it's about? I'm not trying to win. I'm not doing this because I want to beat someone, or because I hate someone, or because, because I want to blame someone. It's not because it's fun. God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works, because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right! Because it's decent. And above all, it's kind. It's just that. Just kind. If I run away today, good people will die. If I stand and fight, some of them might live maybe not many maybe not for long hey you know maybe there's no point in any of this at all but it's the best i can do so i'm going to do it and i will stand here doing it till it kills me you're going to die too someday what would that be if you thought about it what would you die for who i am it's where i stand where i stand When I fall. That you won. But <laughs> I actually thought of it as Lee saying, I do not want to hear the Cyberman talk for an hour and a half. Well, that is true. That is a good reason for having Pearl Mackey play herself, play Bill, and not to the Cyber Bill. Yeah. 
<laughs> and sometimes yeah. sometimes it hurts and there's nothing you can do about that <laughs> you know yeah. so that is a real thing that happens so you know she she would have her whole sense of herself if she's still bill yeah you know i'm sitting here and i'm watching just um the video not the audio of of what we were talking about of them in the barn and it just goes back to saying she is an amazing brilliant actress isn't she yeah yeah you know because i'm i'm sitting here watching and i'm trying to picture it what the doctor is seeing is the metal cyberman but we're seeing the emotions that she is portraying as you know herself and you know it's it just again i think it goes into why people connected with her Mm. at the level in which they did in in flash back to just bill normal bill standing there so effective (laughs) so effective yeah and you know uh while we're talking about bill because i've kind of distracted to this one because the scene okay i'm gonna uh hush on that it chokes me up every time i see the scene of her walking in the you know where she's walking to the doctor that was massive to me I mean, every time, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm sitting here without the music even playing and got choked up there for a second. But, and then until I, you know, clicked off of it. But the scene of her walking and, you know, leaning over the doctor and knowing the doctor is dead. And I say that for a reason. your lover your choice I've seen him he's like fire and ice and rage he's like the night and the storm and the heart of the sun he's ancient and forever he burns at the center of time and he can see the turn of the universe we are the family of blood attack what exactly do you do for him Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Who. This is episode number 145, and we are back to review The Family of Blood. This is from Series 3 of Doctor Who, and I would like to welcome the three people joining me on this episode. Hello, Discussing Who family of mine. Hello. <laughs> so I couldn't resist that. So first up, welcoming host back to the show, the host of mine, guest co-host. I tried to do. A, I tried to do a sniff there for you. Guest of mine. <laughs> but I've got a real good one for this voice that you may not have heard on here quite a while. So welcome, guest co-host extraordinaire of mine, Nicole from Terminus Podcast. Oh wow! What an introduction. Thank you. Welcome <laughs> back. How are you? Yeah. I'm I'm doing well, thank you. You survived series eleven. 
<laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got and the I've been feeling it. To all the episodes this this that you've been putting out about series three. So I've been there in spirit. And I've been commenting. And you have been commenting. Indeed, you have. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Yeah. So welcome back. I We're glad to have you. I even got the trivia question. I even got the trivia question, but you guys missed it. So, yes. naughty, naughty. <laughs> it's okay. So I would also want to welcome back Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Happy to be back to talk some uh, Doctor Who, man. Yeah, glad to be here. And it wouldn't be discussing who without Lee. Shackelford. Lee, how are you? I'm very well. And sometimes it is discussing who without me, but I appreciate your saying. <laughs> but it wouldn't be discussing who without you. That's uh, It's just not the same. It's not the same. I know. But since I, I have all been on record as saying that this is my favorite two-parter and, you know, my favorite story of all of New Who, uh, naturally, I'm very excited to be here and especially happy that Nicole is here because, uh, as I said last week, Nicole has sort of um, opened my eyes to the uh, uh, wonder uh, that is Martha Jones. Yes. So, you know, I have really, really underestimated her, even though I've always been conscious of how awesome she is in this story. But yeah, anyway, well, onward. you know, what's really cool about her. I mean, I just love how Freema Edgeman does an excellent job of following up on, you know, Rose Tyler. And then she's not Rose and makes... Right back in the middle of New New York. He has arrived. Find him before it's too late. I need to talk to the police. The doctor. Where is he? Very well dressed for a hitchhiker. People going missing on the motorway. Some cars just vanish, never to be seen again. Because there's something living down there. All right, so welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Who, and on this episode, we are recording live on Facebook. And who are we? As always, I am Kyle Jones, and joining me on this podcast, Mr. Lee Shackelford. Lee, how are you? I'm well, guys, and uh, glad to be here with you, and glad that we're not using our video cameras also. <laughs> yeah, me too. Not so, not, yes. not you, but my video camera. <laughs> <laughs> but if, so if you're joining us by Facebook, you're seeing our logo, but uh, I promise you it's really live and it's really happening. So. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. And joining always on this podcast, Mr. Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? Doing great, man. Glad to be on for this live review. Welcome back, everyone. This is Kyle Jones, and this is Discussing Who. We are on episode number 98, and when we are recording this particular episode, we are recording it on March the 6th, which just happened, well, March the 6th, 2018, 
which just happens to be the second anniversary of Discussing Who. Woohoo! All right. Yeah, ex- I'm. I'm like you know, super excited. And that first woohoo that we heard is a guest that we've got on with us tonight. Someone that we met on social media last year at Hulanta, but we didn't actually meet face to face. But we're hoping to change that this year at Hulanta. Nicole from the Terminus, a Doctor Who podcast. Nicole, Hello, welcome back. Everybody. Hey, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. What about yourself? Pretty good. Getting past the flu. What my one question might be as we lead into don't our next say it. He's going to say it. Don't, don't. Yeah, go ahead and say it. Are you ready to <laughs> review next week's episode? That's all I'm wanting to say. <laughs> it's going to have Captain Jack in it. I mean, need yeah. to say Need we say yeah. more? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, I mean, what, what else would I have said? I don't know. I can't think of any other questions. Yeah. Really. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a I didn't sit in the back of the bus that day. About the third stop from where I boarded the bus, there uh, there were some white people got on, and they took all the front seats and left one man standing. And when the driver saw this man standing up, white man, yes, he was white. Mm-hmm. He didn't, the, the passenger didn't ask for the seat at all. It didn't say anything, but just found a place to stand. The driver noticed him standing, and that is when he told the four of us to let him have those seats, which meant that four of us would have been standing, and then this man would, could only occupy one seat, and then there would be three vacant seats. Because you weren't supposed to sit next to a white man. That was, that was the rule then. So you did not get up? No, I Do you know why? Yes, because I didn't think I should have to get up. I had already paid my fare, and I'm sure he didn't pay any more than I did. And I didn't think that once we take a seat, even uh, under segregation uh, conditions, that we should be made to stand up. We gonna walk it out. And and I cried. So, for anyone listening... If you have not seen Rosa, put us on pause because from henceforth, spoilers. 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 So the spoiler warning has gone out and we are reviewing Rosa, which again is the third episode of the 11th series of Doctor Who. It aired on the 21st of August 2018 and is written by Chris Chibnall and Mallory Blackman. 
What I found really interesting was something that Mallory Blackman put on her Twitter feed, I believe Sunday night or the 22nd, which whenever that was. And she said, just came online to see my Twitter feed has blown up. Thanks to all of those who said they loved Rosa. My favorite comments are those which said the episode opened up a conversation with their children. Cool. So yeah. guys, Summary view and Clarence, I'll let you take this one first because I've been babbling for a while. <laughs> what do yeah, you think? Uh, summary view. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. It struck a lot of chords for uh, obvious reasons with me, and um, I loved how it was sort of like a history lesson as well. Um, some details that people may know but may not, you know, uh, are very intimate with know the details of the matter as written as witnessed by Ryan in this episode. Uh, so I love how it calls, uh, uh, into, to showing, showing us the history of the matter and, you know, having fun with it. Uh, cool. There are some things, some things I wish were maybe explained a little bit more, but those have nothing to do with the historical aspects of this episode. Mm. It had, had a little bit more to do with the, uh, antagonist in the episode. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into it, man. I enjoyed it. All right, Lee, what about you? Uh, the same, same. I've got uh, strong personal connections to this uh, historical story and uh, for a variety of reasons. And um, so my, my, my antenna were all out. You know, I, I was ready to be hurt by uh, uh, the, the episode bungling this story or somehow, I don't know. I, I just thought that there were so many ways it could go wrong. And, um, and it's worth pointing out. For people who want to go back and listen to our previous episode of the show, Kyle totally called it, didn't he? No, I actually didn't. I was actually 100% wrong. Oh, really? Yes. No, because I was afraid that we were going to come into the story on December 1st, and you said, what if we're oh. kind of going to come into the story before? Okay, well, I'm 50% wrong, because I really <laughs> thought that what would happen is at the end, she would be going to the bus, or that they knew no. she was going to the bus that we never would experience what oh, yeah. we ah, experienced. That's, that's a detail. No. The circle must be broken. Do you take milk and sugar? Now then, Dr. Noble, Mrs. Noble, if you'd like to come with me. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not married. We're so not married. Never, never ever. Don't get him! If your ood is happy... <laughs> Then you will be happy too. I found you unwanted guests. Being with you, I can't tell what's right and what's wrong anymore. It's better that way. I do not understand this. Why are you saying this? Do I look single? Why yes! Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Who. I am Kyle Jones, and thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you for spending some time with us. We are back for another review of Series 4, the 2008 series of Doctor Who. So if you are already listening and you are already subscribed to Discussing Who, we want to also invite you to join the Discussing Network Facebook group. And how can you do that? Just go to facebook.com 
go to groups and look up discussing network. We're trying to foster a community there and kind of have a good conversation. And I keep saying we, so I want to say who the we of this podcast are. Of course, I'm Kyle Jones and joining me always on this podcast, Mr. Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good. So what's been going on with you lately? Oh, man, nothing much. Just work and trying to catch up on some who and other entertainment. I recently been watching the Chernobyl series on HBO, and that's been sad and informative. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying that, but definitely a sad story. And to realize that we're so close to the brink of destruction, <laughs> uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, humbling, I guess, that we're still here. That we're still here? Yeah. <laughs> I know, yes, yeah, that's a, it's a good one, but, but also, you know, very sad, which, you know, you might say that about this episode too, so. That is true. And since I do respect your opinion on TV to watch, I think I might actually check that out. Cause like I said, I respect your opinion, but who's somebody else whose opinion I also respect? Lee Shackelford. Mr. Shackelford, how are you? I am well. Glad to be back with you guys. And, um, I have not been watching Chernobyl, but, uh, I, I, uh, uh, again, yeah, we, <laughs> if Clarence likes it, then that's good enough for me. <laughs> Colby. Although, gee whiz, let's, let's go to the planet of the Ood and Chernobyl and, yeah. and then we'll all go out and hang ourselves. So <laughs> apparently, huh? <laughs> apparently, man. Well, I will mention one thing real quick. Speaking of yeah. television shows, I. about, uh, Lee, you mentioned this earlier. I want to get to the old rugged cross. This is for all of you out there on the roads. We're so sorry. Drive safe. think about hearing that and this is actually you know for both of you but leave uh you're the one that brought it up first so what did you think about hearing that song it's another one of the things that i remember about the episode when when somebody says gridlock and i think um oh yeah the cars macro old rugged cross yeah come more or less in that order brannigan um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and this time it really struck me that um a lot of times, like it or not, a lot of times from the very beginning, Doctor Who has – it feels like he's sort of taken a pot shot at um, uh, conventional Judeo-Christian faiths. And this this feels to me like another one because the – People have have drug patches that they can just put on their neck, and they're instantly experiencing those drugs. So that's that's part of what goes on in in the world that this story takes place in. They're also in this complete nightmare situation, but they can live through it because every now and then they sing about um, the old rugged cross, and in the end they sing "Abide with Me." Uh The following episode of Discussing Who is presented in loving memory of Elizabeth Sladen. I love my time on Doctor Who. I had the huge privilege of working with a host of remarkable, gifted, and often highly prestigious actors. 
My own travelling companions, Billy, Freema and Catherine, were second to none. But the experience just wouldn't have been the same if my TARDIS hadn't been graced by the lady who lit up my childhood and helped me fall in love with it all in the first place. As a child, I was delighted to know Sarah Jane Smith. As an adult, I was privileged to know Elizabeth Sladen. David Tennant Smith, John Smith. John Smith? I used to have a friend who sometimes went by that name. Well, it's a very common name. He was a very uncommon man. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yes, very nice. More than nice, brilliant. Um, so, um, have you worked here long? No, um, it's only my second day. Oh, you're new then. So, what do you think of the school? I mean, this new curriculum? So many children getting ill. Doesn't that strike you as odd? You don't sound like something. I'm just doing a profile. Well, no harm in a little investigation while I'm here. No, good for you. Good for you. Oh, good for you, Sarah Jane Smith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discussing Who. We're glad that you're here, and we invite you to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast player. This episode marks the first time that all three of us have been together in the same episode since our last recording together, which was live at Hulanta. And who are we? I am Kyle Jones, and joining me on this show are my co-hosts. First up, Mr. Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? I'm doing quite well, sir. Doing well. How about you, man? Ah, pretty good, my friend. What's been going on with you? Ah, just same old, same old work and work. So work <laughs> nothing and work. special. Nothing well, special. Going to hopefully kind of maybe relax this weekend or do something fun, perhaps. Ah, yeah. So we'll be at Con Castabros in Huntsville, Alabama this weekend. Absolutely, and I am like. Which is one of my personal favorites. Our beloved River Song. So, yes. Tell me, tell me, uh, what what's your thoughts on River? Uh, she is my queen, <laughs> and I love her. Um, oh my god, her personality is just so wonderful. Um, I love any woman who is. Uh, really feminine, really embraces her sexuality and anything like that, but also really, really strong. And I just... Hello, this is Peter Davison, and you're listening to Discussing Who. Donna Noble has left the So big it doesn't need a name. Someone's got in. Someone's in my library. 4,022 saved. No survivors. Others are coming. What others? <laughs> Professor Riversong, archaeologist. Run. For God's sake, run. The shadows are moving again. How could a shadow be infected? It's Vashta Narada. Run! The real world is a lie, and your nightmares are real. What's cow? Well, they came to this library and killed everything in it. 
Madonna. Yeah. Stay out of the shadows. Spoilers. Ladies and gentlemen and Banny Coffaladas, welcome to the 162nd episode of Discussing Who. I am Kyle Jones, and I am already totally freaking excited. And why am I excited? I am excited because we have finally reached the point to where we know that Donna Noble gets saved because we are ready to go to the library. And who are we? I'm Kyle Jones, and... Probably the two gentlemen that are with me are thinking, what in the heck have I gotten myself into tonight? I'll start with Lee Shackelford. Lee, how are you? A little creeped out by how accurately you read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was weird. (laughs) Cool. So, how are you? What's going on other Uh, than Kyle's losing it tonight? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm grand. Just grand. And hope you are the same. I am very grand. Not a piano, but uh, totally, totally <laughs> wow. happy. Well, you, you, went to, you went to the dentist today, didn't you? You're still full of No, I went to the library. No, I'm, 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 I'm good. And we've actually, this is the first time in two recording weeks, because we took off last week because I was out of town, and we did a relativity recording interview the week prior to that. So we've been kind of not discussing who for a couple of weeks. True that. So I'm happy to be back. And Clarence Brown, I'm glad to have you with us as well. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm doing well, man. Yeah. I don't know if I have as much built up about the bust as you do, but I am happy to be <laughs> on another episode and um, to talk about some more Doctor Who, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing good. Cool. Cool. Well, we don't have, for anyone listening, we don't have any news because the news for me is we are reviewing silence in the library. So I will go ahead and say, if you have not seen silence in the library, put us on pause, go out, watch the episode, come back, because for the perfect, perfect reason for me to say with this episode, spoilers. 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 Alrighty, the spoiler warning has gone out, and I would like to remind everyone that this is a two-part story paired with Forest of the Dead. Now, we will only be reviewing Silence in the Library in this episode. Before we get into the episode, I do want to say that if you have any feedback on this story, this first part and the second part, because we can play that in the next episode airing, send us your feedback. You can send your feedback by going to Facebook and joining our Discussing Network Facebook group, or you can send us an email to host at DiscussingNetwork.com or leave a voicemail on our Discussing Who call box at 805-850-DWHO or 3946. So let me give just a... That includes people who just want to call in and say, what is Kyle's problem? Yes, because I have volumes. And you know where my volumes go? In the library. (sighs) See that there's no one there to read it. (laughs) Or a librarian saying, shh. Silence. Silence. 
could be better than that? Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Who and a very special episode of Discussing Who. Why? We are at Atlanta. Yeah, we're at Hulanta all at the same time. <laughs> and, <laughs> yay! And yes. guess what? Not at the same time, not at the same, well, in the same place, because we are in the same room, and I'm not talking about what type of weather I'm having outside, because I'm actually watching Clarence laugh at me instead <laughs> of uh, knowing that he's probably laughing at me while we're recording. That's right. I do that, too. No. You do that, too. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna create some bonus content here for uh, to sign yeah so yeah so if you're playing this from the discussing who website you should see a photograph of that I just took you just yeah. click that's that's us that's the three of us documentary evidence that the three of us are all in the same place at the same time yes it really happened it, it really happened, happened. <laughs> yeah we we wouldn't lie to you so assuming that someone may be at Hulanta. May have seen us walking around with our Hulanta, I mean, not Hulanta, our Discussing Who shirts, or picked up a Discussing Who sign or card or whatever you might have seen, or came to our panel, which is tomorrow morning. So we're going to assume people are coming. But you're listening to us for the first time. I'm Kyle Jones. I'm one of our three co-hosts and joining me, and I'm going to go... uh, around the room as the picture shows, Clarence Brown. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Enjoying Who Lent. What about you? I am quite enjoying myself. And the the best part is hanging with you guys. Yes, absolutely. Being in the same four walls, just uh, (laughs) within the same four walls. It kind of changes the dynamic, does it not? Yeah, you know, this is different, but it still feels quite natural for some reason. (laughs) Like we've done this before. Absolutely. (laughs) pair of ears near you. Yes. Very near you, like attached to your head, probably. Yeah. (laughs) And, so, and, you know, yeah. it's always cool to be able to meet celebrities while you're at, um, you know, an event, especially at a con. For a lot of people, that's and, why they come. Absolutely. And for me, one of the highlights of this was getting autographs. I actually got autographs of two celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yes, two stars of Relativity. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he talking about? Yeah, the two of you. What did this happen? Yeah. So, uh, for anybody listening, I'll put a picture up of this as well. I... Uh, specifically got, you know, the glossy paper, the card stock so that I can actually frame it because I'm actually going to do Because you that. love printing things. Yes, I love printing things. <laughs> not maps, not itineraries, yeah. but no, I, uh, printed, um, the cover page of the latest fit of relativity episodes. Exactly. And got the signatures of Marcus and Chris or otherwise known as Lee and Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like we couldn't have done that anyway. <laughs> yeah, Still, but, it was uh, fine. It, it was, it was sweet though. That's a sweet gesture. So, and it is pretty. That is, that is, uh, I haven't printed any of those pages on slick paper like that. Yeah, so it, it, it looks, looks nice. Cool. Yeah. But we are actually here with Louise Jameson. She's not in this room with us, but she is, uh, we're not that lucky. We're not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she is the big, uh, the big who guest, uh, for this, uh, this con. And, uh, yeah. So we, we heard her panel this morning and got to hear her till, uh, yeah, hair-raising tales of her of her career, her amazing adventures in the screen trade. So if you don't mind sharing an experience that you had, you've had a story, or I should say a question. All 
Doctor Who interesting tidbits. Um, I'm trying to think what are you, what are you talking about here? Oh, could it uh, be that I'm talking about this marvelous episode that we're reviewing oh, tonight? Oh, okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, like, where's he leading me? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, if you've listened to our last episode, you'll know where my corny joke came in at. But um, so why don't we go ahead and do the spoiler review? How about that? Yes. So for World War Three. Yes. So for, for anyone who is new, one of my favorite things to do on this show is to give my spoiler warning because it gets to use the River Song voice. So without further ado, if you have not seen this episode, put us on pause. Go out and watch World War Three. It is the fourth episode of the 2005 series with Christopher Eccleston. So put us on pause, go watch it, because from henceforth, spoilers. 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 Okie dokie, we are back. And here we are, fourth episode, and the Slavine. Clarence, ballpark, what do you think? Man, I really think that bumper, you know, that that spoiler bumper was really, really great, man. You know, um, yeah, just River in there, and uh, it was just, it was a really great spoiler and it bumper. Canine in was, there, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow, you know, Wonder Woman playing in the background a little bit, just, just, it's great, it's great, you know. Oh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, the, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> World War Three. So, oh like, man, uh, I, I just wanted to like find something good about this episode and. Wow. I mean, there's not much good in it. And it's written by Russell T. Davies. And I want to say, Russell T. Davies, you wrote such great things. Why this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to echo a little bit of what I said in the last review, just that satirical spin, which was a little less of that in this episode, but still the, the, the farting. And, oh, man, I don't know. I enjoyed the last episode way better than this one. And um, I'm, <laughs> I didn't enjoy. Coffee, coffee. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead. They are fast, faster than you could believe. Don't turn your back. Don't look away and don't blink. You're not looking at the statue. They're coming. Good luck. Don't you come! Doctor, no, you can't! They're trying to get in! I am very, very sorry. It's up to you now. There is a world of time energy in there. They could feast on forever, but the damage they could do could switch off the sun. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode number 146 of Discussing Who. I am Kyle Jones, and joining me on this podcast, welcome back for the second episode in a row, Nicole. Nicole, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? I can't complain. So it's been, you know what? I don't think you have a two-episode streak, so I'm going to say congratulations to us. For having you on our two weeks in a row. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I wanted to be on more Martha episodes. It just the timing didn't work out. But, you know, I'm always down to talk about Martha Jones. Hey, I can't. Hey, and we do have a Martha Jones and Series 4. So there you go. That's all I'm saying. Oh, true, true. So I heard a voice in the background, and I think that voice in the background belongs to none other than Lee Shackelford. Lee, how are you? I'm good, but yeah, you're right, because I can't keep my mouth shut, so it's a problem. But you, not on a podcast, though. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I listen to our, our episodes later. I, I often wonder if other podcasters do that. They go back and listen to their own shows, but I always listen I to yeah, okay, so I feel better as long as Nicole's doing it. But I think we learn a lot. You, you learn, you know, and, and yeah. And I, I, I listen to ours and I think, Godly, sh- sh- shut up. Anyway. No, don't shut okay. up. Keep no, talking. Uh, no. Keep don't blah, shut blah, up. blah, 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 blah. Great content. <laughs> and who was blah, 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 that blah? That sounded like Clarence Brown. It did indeed. Clarence, how are you? It is I. It is I. Hi, guys. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, you know. Um, oops. Normally it's good to be touched by an angel, but I'm not sure sure in this episode. So we'll see. Yeah. If it's yeah. Roma Downey, it's one thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think D- Roma Downey and Della Reese had like definitely left the building. Yes. Yeah. So. And for I, our younger listeners, we're yeah, Exactly. We're all old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I only have one thing. I didn't think I had anything that was related to the news, but I just looked down at my phone and I remember, Nicole, you posted something on social media about this in the last couple of days. And I just looked down at my phone before we started recording and saw that David Tennant does a podcast with dot, dot, dot. Oh, yes. Donna Noble, Catherine Tate. Catherine Tate. Yeah, that came out last night. Even giving the line of wearing a bit thin and Lee, where does that come from? Tenth Planet. Yeah, it's the last words of the first doctor. So we'll, we'll, we will almost certainly hear it um, again. Hear David Bradley said in the, in the Christmas special. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad you, I'm glad you're here because I wanted to ask about this earlier when we were talking about Night of the Doctor. Um, I thought that somehow, in all this negotiation with Christopher Eccleston that we had gotten permission to use his distinctive likeness as a part of this moment. I guess since that we have footage of him as the doctor, you wouldn't have to, but am, am I imagining it? But don't, don't we really see his face emerging in the, um, the regeneration effect? What do you do? All right, let me, let me. Because I keep slowing the DVD, DVD, I keep watching my, my copy of it really slow. You know, I keep freeze framing it and there's no really clear shot. It's purely a matter of suggestion because I know that's what he's doing. Claire, I can't find Yeah. You know, it seemed like when the, the first time I saw this, I clearly noticed it. I don't know if they changed it or cut it out or something, but I mm. I definitely did not notice it upon watching the the last time. So I, I don't know. So so this, this is one of those things I'd love to hear from other people about. I, I hope that people will will write in <laughs> to the show to talk because because I can't find a screen grab that looks like Christopher Eccleston, and yet I feel that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I, he, that was his face. Okay, you know. So, so let me let me let, let me put my spin on it. All right, yes. I don't think that they've changed anything from the you know the time that they broadcasted. And trust me when I say, I have seen this particular yes. five six minutes, hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds, literally. <laughs> Okay. Of times. So, so I kid you not, hundreds and hundreds. So I, uh, don't think they've changed it. However, I do think that they have done just enough to create that subconscious suggestion or that visual yeah. suggestion. Because if you f- slow it down and frame to frame to frame, you can see that really what they've done is just change his eyes and darken mm-hmm. his hair and then That's they right. switch back to the mm-hmm. others. So it's mm-hmm. just that suggestion that you know what's coming. because yeah, he, and you see what you want to see. Right. Well, and, and, and let me say this before I forget it. He even makes a comment of, I really hope the ears are a little bit uh, less conspicuous this time. That's right. I don't suppose we'll ever know if we actually succeeded. But at worst, we failed doing the right thing, as opposed to succeeding in doing the wrong. Life and soul, you are. What is it actually called? Well, there's some debate. Either no more or Gallifrey Falls. Not very encouraging. How did it get here? No idea. There's something we don't know, isn't there? One should certainly hope so. Well, gentlemen, it has been an honor and a privilege. Likewise, Doctor. And if I grow to be half the man that you are, Clara Oswald, I shall be happy indeed. That's right, aim high. <laughs> Remember this, will I? The time streams are out of sync. You can't retain it. No. So I won't remember that I tried to save Gallifrey rather than burn it. I'll have to live with that. But for now, for this moment, I am the doctor again. Thank you. Which one is mine? Go, ah. <laughs> oh, yes. suppose it makes sense. Wearing a bit thin. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. And in Rose, uh, Mm. the Ninth Doctor makes a (laughs) reference to his ears. Hmm. 
Yeah. A little disappointed, it says. <laughs> well, I'm also thinking of the, if you go back to the Night of the Doctor, Paul McGann's transformation, we don't see him specifically turn into John Hurt, but he looks in a mirror and we see a reflection. Mm-hmm. And in the chalice, it, yeah. Yeah, it, and it doesn't look anything like John Hurt either. So, uh, but it does maybe nineteen seventies yeah. John Hurt. Yeah, but it, 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 okay. it that is John Hurt. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> maybe I just uh, didn't know how it looked. The well, that's yeah, that's the problem. It's kind of like if you you have to know who Paul McCann was. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, mm. But but that, that yeah, talk about fan service. But yeah, uh, that that's that's the uh, that's the John Hurt that I know. But but that would suggest that he's grown old. He just was it old from the beginning? That's yeah, a little weird that's, to me. I know. I, I love that actually. That choice in Night of the Doctor because then when we meet up with him and he is old John Hurt, that tells you he has been doing this. He has been the War Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, for a long, long, for a long time. time. Look how long it took. Uh, in you know a future episode where I don't want to spoil anything, but in a future episode with Matt Smith where it takes him hundreds of years to even get gray. And then, you know, when Clara comes back again, when she's seeing him and he's really, really old, you know, that yeah. was like 1,100 years. Yeah, there is, there is precedent for it. Though in that case, I thought it because his regenerations were running out, but I, I digress. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good, good thought, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remember... You know, I uh, said at the beginning of this episode or at some point that um, the local comic shop had a Doctor Who airing of this particular episode. And having said that, the um, next week that I came in, the owner said, hey, I've got a question for you. And I was like, sure. And he said, what does I don't want to go? Because he wasn't a Doctor Who fan. He said, <laughs> what does I don't want to go? That what significance does that have? And I said, "Oh, well, that was the last thing that the tenth Doctor said." And he was like, "Okay, that makes sense." And I was like, "Why?" And he said, "Well, there was somebody that was uh, watching the uh, show, and as soon as he said that, she just burst out into tears." Oh, yeah, yeah. so that's um, awesome. so that so that 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 was not that she was you know crying, but whenever he did do that, I don't want to go. Another reason why I think that that was right before time of the doctor, because again, if, if he's not remembering, but it's still in his subconscious, maybe that helped prompt him to say, I don't want to go. Yeah. Plus it was so playful in that moment, uh, before he jumped in his TARDIS. So Mm -hmm. true, 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 true. So we get to Clara and she says, Oh, by the way, there's an old man looking for you. I think he was the curator. And then Matt does that, which I've, I'm sorry, I've got to say it, where he says, oh, I could be a curator. I'd be great at curating. I'd be the great curator. I could retire and do that. I could retire and be the curator of this place. Oh, by the way, there was an old man looking for you. I think it was the curator. I could be a curator. I'd be great at curating. I'd be the great curator. (laughs) I could retire and do that. 
retire and be the curator of this place. You know, I really think you might. she finally has to say she's had enough. And I think the way it's played, it surprised her too. Yeah, but see, if you remember, if you go back to Robot and she, you know, whenever she's she's really just, go back and watch that again. Yes, she says all of that, but she's Mm -hmm. really just trying to get a reaction out of him. Yes. And, and yeah. then she says, oh, well, no, I was just kidding. And he was like, yeah. I'm being called back to Gallifrey and you can't yeah. come. And right. then it's like, oh, well, now I really do have to leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's not that's not what she wanted. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. That's yeah. That That's actually what happened. Yeah. But she got to boot it off the TARDIS. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. He, he gets the call to return to Gallifrey and it's uh, it's an emergency and he can't take her. After all this time, Gallifrey. I can't take Sarah to Gallifrey. Must get her back home. Must reset the coordinates. South Croydon. You're a good girl, Sarah. Oh, look, it's too late apologizing now. Everything's packed. I've got to go. How did you know? What? I've had the call from Gallifrey. So? So I can't take you with me. You've got to go. Oh, come on. I can't miss Gallifrey. Look, I was only joking. I didn't mean it. Hey, hey, you're not going to regenerate again, are you? Not this time. I don't know what's going to happen. You're playing one of your jokes on me, just trying to make me stay. No. I've received a call, and as a time lord, I must obey. Sarah. What? We've landed. Where? South Croydon. Hillview Road, to be exact. That's my home. Well, I'll be off then. Doctor. Right. You know, travel 
broaden the mind. Yes. Till we meet again, Sarah. That's never explained. Right. Why? Because right. uh, it's like within an episode or two, you know, he's got, a, he's got, uh, you know, what, who, who came after her? Uh, and I, I know she wasn't a cave woman, but um, Leela. 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 Right. Um, who was on my top five list for a while until I had to start moving them around to. <laughs> and yeah, I, I still feel bad about bumping Leela off the list because I loved her. But, um, but yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, it's just for me. It's 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 hard to replace Sarah Jane, and I was so I just I just as somebody who grew up with her as the Doctor's companion, that moment in school reunion when we saw her for the first time, that was just like a a punch in the stomach. Okay, yeah. so I couldn't believe it. So 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 before you go further, let me give my uh, argument as to why okay. she should be. Uh, be be number one. So for starters, whether it was just for a pilot episode or whether it was just a one-off, Sarah Jane in 1980, three years after she left, uh, you know, leaving as a companion, got a, an attempt at least of making her own show. So yeah. again, it's terrible. Heard, <laughs> yeah, it may have been, but what? But hey, at least they attempted to make it. They had never tried to do that for a companion before. So that's 1980. Uh, she was also selected to come back in three years later for, you know, 1983 for the 20th anniversary, and which she right. did. Uh, yeah, which is also terrible, but that's, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So then let's jump up again. Uh, she didn't, she appear in 93 for that Dimensions in Time, which was really terrible. It's uh, even worse, right? Right. Um, <laughs> you're kind of defeating your argument. No, here. no, no, no. But, but we're, we're talking about her getting bad, bad, uh, bad scripts, but, right. Uh, yeah. But, but my point is the longevity of the character. And yes. then in 2006 with School Reunion, that to me was the point to where even though they had said this is a continuation, not a reboot, you mm-hmm. had a companion who appeared with the third and the fourth Doctor in the 70s, appearing mm-hmm. now with the tenth Doctor in 2006, played by the same actress. Hello, Sarah Jane. <laughs> It's you, isn't it? You've regenerated. Yeah, half a dozen times since we last met. You look... incredible. So do you. I got old. What are you doing here? Wow. UFO sighting, school gets record results, I couldn't resist. What about you? You died. I waited for you. You didn't come back, and I thought you must have died. I lived. Everyone else died. What do you mean? Everyone died, Sarah. I can't believe it's you. Okay. I can. That to me was the moment to where it glued 
new who, as they call it, classic who, or as I've heard Lee, I mean, not Lee, Lewis say, it's just Doctor Who to me. That's when the two for me became just Doctor Who. And yeah, for that reason, of, for that reason, in addition to subsequent appearances, as well as four or five seasons of the Sarah Jane Adventures, is why I think she should be number one. You stopped, but I haven't ever thanked you for that time. And like I said, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Something to tell the grandkids? I, I think it'd be someone else's grandkids now. Right, yes. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to ask. You there hasn't been anyone, you know. Well, there was this one guy. I travelled with him for a while, but he was a tough act to follow. <laughs> goodbye, Doctor. Oh, it's not goodbye. Oh, say it, please, this time. Say it. Goodbye. My Sarah Jane. Again, I know Dave Cooper will back me up on this. Just for us uh, heteronormative males, uh, my golly, her in the 70s, what a cutie. What a cutie. <laughs> what a, what a, what a doll. Oh, my God. I was so in love with her as a teenager. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, oh, man. Anyway, but yeah, that's, you know, but if we're going to talk that way, uh, boy, Jenna Coleman, uh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so, so so speaking of Jenna Coleman, let's yes. go to feedback for number one from the, the those who voted in the feedback poll. Very good. There are four votes, one for Donna Noble, one for River Song, one for Clara Oswald, and one for Clara Oswald. Yeah. So <laughs> this puts us in a very interesting yeah. predicament considering the fact if we take in the feedback top five – yeah. Clara Oswald has three votes. Yeah. Sarah Jane has two. So, yeah. But if we look at just our votes, Sarah Jane has um, um, two. So, oh, so now we have to figure out if we're a, if we're, if we're a real democracy or a representative <laughs> republic, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what if I play the writer – of the rules, so to speak. The writer of the rules. Okay, that's cool. I like that one. So <laughs> what if I were able somehow to associate the two people so that um, we could they could share number one? 
would you be would you be happy with that? We <laughs> <laughs> we have a three to two tie. Is that what you're saying? We kind of if we, we have a three to two tie if we include the feedback. If we don't, Sarah Jane is our winner. That's right. Yeah. So, how, how about we say Sarah Jane is the winner, and we just have like a honorable um, mention a footnote. Okay. Clara mentioned. All right, Clara, I, I'm good stuff. with that because ultimately Sarah Jane won, so I'm happy. But here was how I was going to allow them to share. All right. Okay. Uh, Clara, the name, when they were choosing the name, and I actually read this, I think, in an interview with Moffat at one point, when choosing the name Clara Oswald, that was shortly after Elizabeth Sladen had passed away in real life. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth Sladen's middle name is Clara, and she, in, she in a way, is named the character Clara. In a way, was uh, in respect or homage to Elizabeth Sladen, who uh, played Sarah Jane Smith. So that was how I was going to tie the two together. Uh, that she, Clara, is Elizabeth Sladen's middle name. So there we go. But so our uh, top. Person, so let's count them down. Number one, Sarah Jane Smith. Number two, Rose Tyler. Number three, Donna Noble. Number four, Amelia Pine. And number five is Lee in his best voice of saying who? Jamie McClemon. Thank you, sir. <laughs> awesome. All right. So are we happy with our top five? Yeah, <laughs> I think we are, yeah. I, and I think we had a very lively discussion. And that was actually fun. Yeah, that's a good hour and a half. Is anybody listening? Anybody still with us? <laughs> well, we hope they are. They give up. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. And just as a uh, side note, we will have another top five. Whereas this has been companions, our next top five is going to be the top. Five villains slash adversaries. So I have a feeling this is going to be uh, as equally entertaining because this was actually fun for me debating this. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, guys, do you have anything? I'll uh, ask you, Lee, first. Uh, Do you have anything you've been working on or want to talk about? No. No, no, no. That, that's <laughs> going to that's please everyone. They skip to the end. Skip to the end. All right, Claren, yeah. I know you've also been working on another podcast that you're a part of. Tell everyone about that. Yeah, you can find that over at techpedition.com. That's uh, tech and like expedition together, techpedition. But uh, I just want to plug uh, this uh, article that I wrote about uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, the summoning. It's like my first read of this thing that has been around for all these years and just kind of it take from a person who doesn't know know anything about the event. So this is the first part, so I'm hoping to do each section and yeah, check that out if you have time. Yeah, do that because I am actually in the process of writing a, not a rebuttal, but just a uh, counterpoint or, and not even really a counter, but from the old fanboy's perspective after hearing the new perspective, just to some, my own insights into what you read and, and thought about it, which I thought was quite good, which you can find uh, at discussingwho.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Discussing Who, on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Discussing Who. 
And you can also leave us a voicemail. You can record it on your phone and send it through, you know, your iPhone, your Android, or you can actually call us and leave a voicemail at 805-850-D Who, which is 3946. Because we want to hear from you. So, all right, guys, do you have anything else other than what we've already discussed? You've been listening to the Discussing Network. Find out more at discussingnetwork.com. Discussing Who is brought to you by Audible. You've probably heard of Audible, but just in case, they are the world's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 180,000 titles. Let me say that again. 180,000 titles to choose from. Imagine a genre, they've got an audiobook. And these files play on smartphones, Kindles, tablets, in fact, over 500 different devices. Now, for fans of Discussing Who, Audible is offering a free download when you start a new Audible subscription. And you can choose anything at all from that vast library. But we know you want to get one of their absolutely fantastic Doctor Who titles, which include New Adventures of the Doctor, but also Torchwood and River Song. And they're performed for you by actors you know and love. Wonderful voices, Tom Baker, Alex Kingston, David Tennant. The list goes on and on. So try it out for 30 days. And if at the end of the month you decide Audible is not for you, you still get to keep that Doctor Who book you downloaded. So look at it this way. Free Doctor Who book. So here's how you get started. Point your favorite web browser to audibletrial.com slash discussing who. That's audible trial, all one word, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash discussing who. Also one word. And that's how you get your free book. What could be better than that?